What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello, everybody, and welcome going on? to the Shattered Order. To the how do I f- it up again? All right, we're you, doing it. You again. have no idea what you're doing. <laughs> what the everywhere. actual effing hell? God. Hold on. No one listening to the audio podcast will hear this, right? Yes, they will, because I'm not editing this out. <laughs> Hold on. You're the one who screwed it up, not me. I would edit out my screw-up, not yours. Hold on. Hold on. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 257th episode of, of the, the Shattered, Shattered Order podcast. podcast. I'm your I'm host, host. Goodnight Punk. And with me, as always, as always. is my good friend, Wink. Indeed. Wink. What's going on? My man, what's up? Not well, much. I don't I think that I you know when a, a like a great sports player will suddenly go into a slump and it's mostly all in their head. We've gone we've done 200 this is the 257th mm-hmm. episode and I That's didn't start true. screwing up the intro till about 6 episodes ago and now I can't stop doing it. You've been I in think a slump I'm, for a while, sir. I think I'm in my own head. That's all I'm going to say. I'm in my own head. I'm not going to disagree. You are in your own head. You have a serious issue. And we need to get taken care of or you're going to get benched. I don't know what else to say. Um, do we need to bring in a closer? <laughs> Apparently, we need a uh, starting Starter. pitcher. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's fair. You know, whatever. Mm. Listen. Whatever, man. Come on, man. They can't all Dude. be iconic entrances. All right. So there's so much shit to talk about this week. Um, so I two two things for me, and then I'll let you start talking about the shit that you want to talk about. By the way, if you haven't already realized, this episode may not be, what would it be, PG-13, <laughs> PG-15? I don't know what the ratings are. Um, we've both been drinking. The live stream had a lot of swear words. This episode might have more swear words than usual. We apologize. We love you. Thank you for listening. Kirkland's Margarita. Um, wine cocktail ready it. to drink. Made with aguave wine. Are you shitting me? Uh, 15, or sorry, 12.7 alcohol. 12.7% alcohol by volume. <laughs> it is a liter and a half and it is delicious. It beats the shit out of the sangria. I absolutely love it. It is quite saucy and I am enjoying it. <laughs> on to my next point. Um, this past weekend, um, rock on, man. Went to the Foo Fighters. Uh, met up with Drew. That was fun. We didn't get to hang out a long time, unfortunately, due to, um, let's be honest, um, 
When your wife's seven months pregnant, there are accommodations that you have to make. And so uh, Drew had like a great spot at the show. And we couldn't really join because we had to be kind of towards the edge where there was somewhere to sit because like standing room only and near a bathroom and all that sort of stuff. So, um, didn't Man, get to... what, what is that? Two, two community members you've met in the last month? Yeah, it's f- literally. Uh, so Zizer <laughs> and Drew, uh, whom I both met in the past month, uh, both Awesome guys, been really great getting to meet you guys. I uh, wish I could have hung out with Drew a little bit more, but he didn't live too far from me, so we'll have to meet up again for sure. And, um, you know, meet up in Tulsa, which is about a midpoint ish. Um, probably closer to me, but either way, uh, we'll have to meet up and hang out again sometime. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And, uh, of course, it's the freaking Foo Fires, man. Show was amazing. <laughs> They're so good. I love the Foo Fighters. I love um, Dave Grohl. Uh, Dave Grohl is amazing. Nirvana, I, I mean, Foo Fighters. I have a hardcore ever. man crush on that dude. He is awesome. So, well, here, hilarious, uh, unintentional transition here. Cotman, uh, C O T T M A N, for everyone out there that might have misheard what I said, like my wife did when I mentioned his name. It's Cot, C-O-T-T, not not the other thing. Um, <laughs> Wink, you look confused. Like C-A-U-G-H-T, Tot? Cot, Tot, Cot, 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 Tot? Keep saying that. Eventually you'll, you'll, you'll get to the word that I'm thinking of. That would definitely make us rated R. Oh, that's a weird one. <laughs> yeah, my wife's like, who's man... I was like, no, that's not what I said. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Cotman. Problems. Also from my area. Now this is the this is the funny story here with this. We were going to actually meet up because him and I were in contention for the number one uh, fantasy football draft position in the frequent fighters uh, fantasy Ooh. football league. We were going to meet up and actually do rock paper scissors. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to get the number one pick, but we didn't. We ended up having to do it online. But oh, nice. I, I really want to see if what, what happened in the virtual rock, paper, scissors actually happens. By the way, my wife thinking his name was what I said it was earlier was partly because I told her, ironically, that I had been scissoring with Cotman all day. Because... <laughs> Two, two out of three in rock, paper, scissors, right? To get this number one draft pick. It went seven rounds. Seven rounds. Jeez. The first four rounds, we both picked scissors. And then the other, the one round that yeah, neither of us won I'm... after that was also us both picking scissors. It was a mental mind game that lasted about... Let's say it an hour. In, in, it sounds uh, intense. Yeah, it was, like if there was ever a rock paper scissors battle that needed to be streamed on Twitch, that might be entertaining. It sounds like that could be it. Yeah, dude, it was it was it was crazy. Damn it, dude, quit scissoring me. You know, just like over and, and over and over. Ringer says GNP has gotten into a filthy mindset. Two weeks ago, he had WAP on the brain, and now he's talking about Ding Dong Men. Listen, I don't want to be judged here. This is a safe space. 
Um, this anyways, is not a safe. If this is no, your safe not space, <laughs> you need to. If this were my safe space, I wouldn't be arg- yelling at you every week. So. <laughs> Drew says the first Shattered Order meetup should be a Foo Fires concert in Vegas or something. Hey, I'm in. Let's do I don't it. mind. I don't mind that at all. Who else yes. out there wants to meet up in Vegas? It'll end up yeah. like uh, that movie, Hangover. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that could be bad news bears, man. Um, yeah, Vegas is a dangerous place. I love it. I haven't been there in a while, but whew, saucy. <laughs> no one said it was a safe space for you, Ringer. Just me. <laughs> nice. Oh, uh, good times, man. I'm feeling good. I'm gonna have fun tonight. I don't. I uh, hope you have fun. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I fully intend to. There's no telling where this. Also, big shout out to uh, Tillomad92, a uh, community member, also a content creator that hooked me up with uh, the information about the Marvel Marvel Star Wars comic books and how I can find them and. Marvel Star them, Wars? So. Yeah, you know you know Marvel makes Star Wars comic books? No. Yeah. So that's what I was asking about at the beginning of the last podcast. You showed me where I can uh or all the info on how you, I do you get those. I was talking about that, yeah. So I'm gonna start reading those very soon. Uh, oh god, big deal. Imagine I live to be old enough for the Dave Grohl residency at Caesars. <laughs> oh boy. Um yeah, well, why don't we get into what we did? Ready for that? Hell of a question. Hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? Well, no, no, you go first. Yours probably um, more interesting. Well, probably I have not. geared up a f ton of characters. I. I relicked uh Bubba Fett. I took Dangar Wait. up. I took Typhar Sound Pallet like you up. said Bubba. Bubba. Bubba Fett. Yeah, good old Bubba <laughs> Fett. Um, Who drives the uh, fire spray. <laughs> Sorry. Keep going. If they change it in-game, I will riot. Not really, but <laughs> I I will show up on this live stream with a pitchfork and a torch. That'd be new. Don't think we I'm have lying. we have worn aluminum foil hats before. I have yes, that is a thing that has <laughs> happened. I will abs believe me. If you think I won't, I literally made a hat for this podcast, and I have no issue getting a pitchfork and a torch. So, <laughs> well, you live in Oklahoma; they can't be that hard to find. No, I could probably get one in about. <laughs> 30 seconds. Go ask your neighbor. Head neighbor? <laughs> you have in my garage. Okay, I'm go. ready to protest, man. He's ready. He's, he's... Come on. Do you, do you also have a a nice um, wood-burning torch? Yes. Of course I have a torch. I figured. I just had to ask. Who doesn't have a torch? <laughs> Oh, weird. Who the hell do you think I am, man? Rails? Um, Where we're going, we don't need rails. That, that's true. That's <laughs> true. Um, yeah, there was supposed to be a punishment, I think, where I, I wore a clone helmet or something. A clone helmet? He I said he would buy. He said he would buy it. I think I said you would ship me one. 
and I would wear it. <laughs> or a podcast listener would ship me one, and I would wear it. Either way, however you want to look at it. He said he got a dozen of Besides them at one. Costco. <laughs> oh, that'd be nice. Everyone in his family I, now dude, wears clone I do love helmets. Costco, dude. Costco has some great shit. I'm not gonna I'm lie. telling I you, like dude. It. I've it's been fantastic. Yelling it from the mountaintops. The lime and pepper chips, man. If you have not had the lime, lime and pepper chips, baller, man. All right. So I guess anyways. this is again where we always say, if, if anyone of you that are listening works at Costco, is a higher up at Costco, knows someone at Costco, make that happen. We are the Kirkland brand ambassadors. I'm just saying. Absolutely. It used to just be you, but this is definitely a show thing at this point. No doubt. Since we're not talking about our junk anymore. <laughs> That's awkward. You're you're going to make me pour more margarita. Um so, uh b- back to, you know, things Bubba that people Fett. actually want to hear us talk about. Um the only requirement I am lacking on the executor is Admiral Piet. He is at Relic 7. He will be at Relic 8. Probably Monday when the event starts, and uh, how nice me an executor man? How nice would it have been to have relic double drops this weekend? <laughs> that would have been nice. I swear to all things holy, the cantina double drops are going to happen right after I unlock JMK. One hundred percent. There's a possibility. Can't rule it out. Well, you do know November's coming up. We'll get double drops in probably. Wait, August is November's the when November twenty eighth is the anniversary, right? Somewhere around then, yeah, Yeah. something like that. That's about three months away. You know how I know that? Because my wife's due in October, and I know that's two months away. Shit is counting down. It's getting crazy around here. Dude, it, it, dude that is so dude, freaking close. I posted a picture in our DIY channel of our Discord, discord.me slash shattered order. Um, Soldier Female ordered some really snazzy knobs for our dresser in there. They're Star Wars. Because we're going with Star Wars theme in the room. There will be pictures later. It's coming together. She's done quite well. Um, nice. But... We were short a couple, so she got back on Etsy, started looking for more knobs, found a Slave 1, sorry, I meant a Fire Spray, and then she also (laughs) found a Darth Vader that are going to go on there. It's it's pretty legit, man. I I gotta say, she's done quite well. The knobs are pretty amazing. Dude, I'll tell you what. If you go on Etsy and search Star Wars... I I could probably empty She's my bank so account. so much shit off of there. I could like, probably empty my bank account on Etsy for Star Wars. If if she told me she spent $1,000 on Star Wars shit from Etsy, I would be like, yeah, that's about right. People make some really freaking awesome stuff. That's all. I'm they saying. make some awesome... Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah. So how that relates to Swugga, I don't know. But I enjoy... Oh, we're way off the I enjoy the conversation anyway. Um, so, yeah, I just have one more level for Piet, and then I will, uh, I'll be good to go. And, oh, Drew asked if I got the, uh, the Grogu plush from, uh, from Costco. Did you see the Grogu plush at Costco? Yeah. Did you get it? Not yet. 
All right, start talking. I'll be right back. Nope. There we go. Well, I'll talk about my week until he gets back. Uh, He's got his headphones on, so he'll hear me. Uh, Very simple week for me. Literally, the only important thing that I have been doing this week is farming freaking relic material. Um, Let me bring it up here for the live stream so they can see uh, what's going on here. I forgot that it would be screwed up because I moved it back to the other window. Let me move it over here. That'll fix it. Um, As you can see... Actually, let me go to the the really cool... Look how big this thing thing is! It's humongous! Yes. Holy crap. Okay, let me go back to the main one. Show how big this thing is. That is massive. Like, literally massive. Is that That's going in the baby room, I assume. Y- yes, I had to go get it out of the baby room. It's freaking huge! It was 20 bucks, man. 20 bucks! Grogo needs to go on a diet. And he it's really, soft. really likes soup, okay? Yeah, but here, here's the great thing. is You can, you can squeeze him. You... You're like you put a uh, what are those things that women wear around uh, a um, um oh Drew meant the the itty bitty ah uh, yeah he I'm not sure where the itty bitties are they're they're hidden somewhere yeah because Drew sent me a bunch of itty bitties as a uh, present for little Jerry is uh, the Did baby you just say little called. Jerry. <laughs> I've not heard that yet, and I love that's it. that's the name for for the baby as of now. Um, we call the little baby Eugene Viper. That's a whole different story. Um, <laughs> but um, so <laughs> yeah, was I going with Ringer? That story? Ringer, I completely agree. Watching him hug that thing just now. Yeah, that's probably. He true. says the baby Actually, isn't getting the plushie. Wink is going to keep them. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably true. Um, well, this it's, plushie it, is that'll great, be three though. times his size, his or her size, God. until he's a little older. So, makes sense. Somebody just brought up a great point. What the hell was it? Just brought up a something else I was going to talk about. Brogan? Another tangent. Grogu? No. Baby? Oh, baby! Yeah, that was something <laughs> I was going to mention. Um, we find out what it is Sunday. Two days. I yeah, I can tell you right now what it is. What is it? What's your, what's your guess? A human baby. I hope you're right. <laughs> I really hope you're right. If it's not, I got a whole other set of issues, man. <laughs> you're like, when were you abducted? Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. It's going to come out looking like Predator. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Never know. My wife has a lot of hair, so... <laughs> Somebody clip that and send it to her. <laughs> oh, she knows. She's got she's got it cut and thinned because it was way too much. Oh, you're okay. Uh, you're talking about just on her head, not like legs and arms. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> because no, when no, you no, said no, that, no. I was like, no, 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 wow, no no, 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 no. Let's let's be perfectly clear. <laughs> no, um, she didn't get pregnant, so. Welcome anyway, to the non swagex um, podcast. Yeah, the <laughs> off the rails freaking podcast. This God. is what. So everyone um, out there, if you're not a member of Patreon, when we do Patreon QAs, this is pretty much it. <laughs> that's that's fairly accurate. Yes. So if you enjoyed the that, Patreon.com/slash/shadowrunner. 
Um, uh, Drew, I will not burn down the state with the reveal party. Here's what we're doing. <laughs> Ringer clipped it. Yes. Oh. And then named it Wink Calls His Wife a Wookiee. Oh, uh, beautiful. Send that to me in DM so I can make sure I send it to her on Thank Facebook. Thank you. Thank you. Um, um, we're doing a lightsaber, so... All right. Well, are you gonna? Are you gonna? Okay. Here's the question. Still not on Swaga. When you find out the sex no. of the baby, are you going to light the lightsaber? I, you know, you'll probably do it for your family, and people will already know. But you should do it on the stream for everyone watching. It would probably be difficult to stream, but it will probably be recorded, and I could probably up. No, no. This is a separate screen. event. Obviously, you're gonna have the lightsaber, right? Yeah. You just light it up on the while you're sitting there talking to me. Oh, I see what you're doing. I like it. So okay. There you go. It'll have to be returned. I bought off Amazon, I'm returning it. I won't have to keep it. Cheap. Gotcha. Well, it's it, you got it for a few days. There will be a video though, so we're doing the reveal at our baby shower, so Awesome. I, I can't wait to find out. Thinking. I can't remember. I made a prediction on what it would be. I think I said boy. I don't remember. That was I have a, no idea. Oh, it's been a week. It's been a few weeks, and I'm a goldfish. So, all right. That's so, true. what I did in Swugga this week? So there. No, I'm kidding. I was gonna let you go. I mean, I have, I'm having a good time. So don't matter. <laughs> yeah, I know you would. Go ahead. <laughs> um, in Swugga this week, I will say uh, I got Shakti to Relic Seven. I got. Um, who are the other Relic 7s I did? Oh, Django Fett, I got to Relic 7 in the last two weeks. So Shakti and Django, I got to Relic 7 in the past two weeks. Um, I had this up for... Everybody. Drizzy! Coming, coming in with the subs on Twitch. Thank you. Drizzy dropped Love a five it. gifted. Appreciate it, my man. You are you are the... You're the man. Just say that. Absolutely. Um... The J, I'm so thrown off by your generosity. I don't know where I was going. Um, That's not what you're thrown off. Oh no, I brought. Be clear. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that. It don't take much. Is my no? Point. Okay, okay, yeah. That that is very true. Uh, Bo-Katan, as you can see on your screen, uh, Relic Four, and if I click on this, you will see that I only need. Uh, what is that? 13 of the blue relic material to finish Bo-Katan to relic five. Nice. And that would leave me with one, one character that I need to relic to get to farming JMK. And that is Yoda. He's at relic four. He needs to be relic eight. So Close. there's a ass ton. That's a lot. That's a lot. Of, uh, I mean, relic like material still left to something, go. Yeah. So. Um, but of the blue at least. So then you go like, well, what are you farming with normal energy? The only thing I can to make keep this on track. So if I go, not in events, if I go over here to the scavenger, right, and I click on this, I have a major issue for this piece right here. Uh, is it this piece or is it the next one? No, it's this piece. This electrum conductor... I have been farming the node for this piece. This, what do you call it? It the is conductor. a cybernetics prototype salvage. 
salvage. I've been farming 9C, light side 9C, with all of my energy for three and a half days and only have 17 of them. Okay. <laughs> um, couple tips. Shardshop is your friend for those. Um, well, for really anything there. Mm-hmm. Um, also, make sure you craft them. Do not convert anything that is not crafted with those. What What are you trying to say? Don't turn them into okay. these big ones because I only use the, the... No, you do turn them into the big ones. You must turn them into the big See, ones. See, that's, so, that's a lot of... Fuck, that's a lot of gear. <laughs> no, no, it's less. It's considerably less. So, well, okay. Well, uh, 30 of this... them is 450. So of those parts, once you get to 30, that's enough to craft a piece. But 30 of them is 450, or you could craft the whole piece and get 1050. So if you're crafting the ones where you have the secondary parts to already, mm-hmm. Dang it. Your, your return on investment is like 120%. So, well, that won't be so hard for me because the other thing I've been doing is using fleet energy to keep myself at very high levels of these med packs, the uh, hypo syringes, and uh, security scanners. So I think I have 80 security scanners, 80... So basically, I have two security scanners, two hypo syringes, and okay. I'm working on my third med pack y- at the you moment. You check the shard shop for those, right? Uh, you should I, always buy. I those always from the shard buy all that crap, but the problem is, I'm I'm to the okay. point now where, as far You're as uh, currency goes, I don't have a lot of it, and I like to spend it on uh, Kairos. So, all right, so. Um... Yeah, what what I generally like to do is so huge, like massive GMP fantasy size tip. Um, (laughs) Here's the deal with the scavenger deals on the electromium conductors specifically. You must craft those pieces. Now, the let's see, what are they? There are the the Armatech armor plating. There are the Armatech wristbands. There is the Armatech visor. There is the Armatech cybernetics. All of those, you want to make sure that you craft them and then convert them. Just because the return is so much better than it was. You get 1050 versus 450. Um, The other thing is try to make sure that you kind of have all those secondary pieces for them uh there are a couple of them that are a little bit easier that almost like so few characters use you should eventually start getting good collection of but also if you don't have a character that can uh equip them like for example the cybernetics prototype salvage right now i've got 37 of those But if I click and hold on it and go to find, like, I don't have any characters or anything that needs them. Go sort through your roster, go to your gear 12 characters, and just start looking for ones that you've already crafted and equipped onto characters. And go through, find those. And you can still make them, right? And you can still make them. That is a massive Um, tip because 
I remember we've complained on this podcast about errors. Like, this character doesn't need this, so I can't go and craft this. But yes. what you don't realize is that even if you've crafted and equipped it already, you can still go and find it and make it. Indeed. You just have and a harder time finding it because it doesn't tell you where it is. It makes a huge difference, uh, like I said, on those returns. So make sure you guys are doing that. That way you... Because, uh, let's see, a fully crafted piece is 13 electromium conductors versus... If you converted 30 of those salvage pieces, you would only get five. So that is a huge increase. I mean, that's more than double. Granted, you're using a bunch of other different type of gears, so it's not exactly free. Kind of. Here's the deal. Some of that gear is literally only used for that one specific piece, and that's it. It's literally not used anywhere else. No, I'm with you. If you look through the other... So the and one right under it doesn't use any of the pieces that you would use for that. The I think it's the cybernetics, the visor, and the wristband, if I recall correctly, do not... Like, those secondary pieces are not used by anything else. So craft them before you convert them. No. So, yeah. Makes sense. I mean, that's good stuff to know, especially since I have to get uh, Yoda to relegate to finish this off. So I'm in a good spot. But yeah, I've been all I've been doing is farming those freaking cybernetics with my all literally all I've been farming with uh, energy is those cybernetics. Now, I could be going after characters and cybernetics, but I would rather not prolong this jmk farm any longer than it has to be so all of that energy and i am going to there are plenty of dark side pieces in there that i can switch off cybernetics to another one of those for these double drops and i'm telling you right now that is all the energy is going to is making sure those pieces happen for for yoda so yeah so that's what i've been doing with regular energy i've been farming and i already said the uh all of those annoying gear 12 plus uh pieces from fleet energy and then relic material like freaking crazy and that's literally all i've done this entire week beyond a lot of relic levels on characters sounds like a lot of fun it (laughs) here's the thing it's not fun like at all but I'm convincing myself it's fun because I just cannot wait to get Jedi Master Kenobi. So, oh, I, he's a baller, the, man. This yeah. okay. I complain because I think it's annoying that content to CG is new characters that you get to play in the same old. No, 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 no. They don't think that's new content. It makes their wallet content. Yeah, okay. I agree with that. That's why they only make that recently. But my point is, despite my complaints about about it and how long it takes, there is a moment when you're close and you're about to unlock, and when you do unlock, that is a lot of fun because you got a new character to play with. And I am on the precipice yeah. of unlocking Jedi Master Kenobi, and I just am annoyed that it's taking this long and so every moment that I get that a new relic true. level on one of these characters 
I'm excited because I know that I'm going to unlock him. So I was should unlock him excited. right around when Vader comes out, and I'll be that far behind. But I don't care because oh, he's still good. So okay, so to- totally random. I I want to mention my arena struggles this week, but first. For like two more minutes here at least, it's Friday the 13th. So, I have to ask. Alright. What is the scariest thing that you've had to deal with in Swaga? The scariest? Scariest farm? Scariest team? Like you know, Okay, I got one. Okay. I, I, it was... <sighs> I don't know how to quantify scariest is the right thing for this, but okay, I'll use scary as the word. I was on vacation at Disney World a few years ago, mm-hmm. and they released news that they were unlocking. <laughs> they were releasing General Skywalker, and that they, they gave that news days before he was releasing. So it wasn't like a hey, we're going to release General Skywalker. Here's we're telling you two weeks early. No, it was we're gonna release General Skywalker and it's gonna happen in two days. Well, I was at Disney World for a week. And so uh I spent about three days scared out of my mind that I wasn't gonna be able to do it. And uh I think on day two I said, you know what? I shouldn't be stressing about this game on vacation. I'm not doing this, but I spent two straight days farming like crazy, spending all kinds of crystals, trying to unlock General Anakin Skywalker. And that was probably the scariest because it's, I wasn't at home. I wasn't in a place where it's like, I can spend all my time doing this. When you are spending 12 to 14 hours in a park, getting your money's worth and still trying to play a game on crappy cell service, there's a lot of scared, scared going on there. So that would be my scariest moment. That's that does indeed sound quite scary. Um, I will have to say, <laughs> Drew said Zeta on hair. <laughs> that that's a good one. That's pretty. I, I that's pretty. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, the scariest moment that I've probably had in Swaga was, I think it was during the entire Jedi Knight Revan meta. Just because every battle, it took you four minutes before you could figure out <laughs> if you were going to win. Like, it was absolutely terrifying going into every single arena battle. Just, ugh. And with arena, you're like, okay, ugh. eight minutes apart. I need to win this one and then at least three more to get where I want to be. And I lost. What am I going to do now? Do I spend 50 crystals to refresh this yep. quicker? Do I? <laughs> yep. Every Absolute moment. hell. Absolute hell. Yes. That's... I don't miss those things at all. <laughs> I like these faster arena battles so much better. That's pretty good. Um, All right. Cool. Uh, I wanted to mention my fleet arena. I switched back to Rebels. Uh, yes. I remember this. Yeah. We talked so about it back... 20 minutes ago. We did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I switched back because it's easier on offense. However, um, do you want to take a guess at how far I fell the other day? I'm going to guess you can get it right this time. <laughs> I won't. So the first time you asked me that question, I guessed 
You you started you started where before the fall? I started at three. Okay, if I'm just gonna role play what I did earlier, my first guess was seventy two. That's pretty far. Which was really far. And then I didn't yes. guess again and I said I don't remember what I said. All I know is that you told me it was I told you you were way the fuck off. Yeah, way off. And I'm like, up or down? Yes. And you're like, down. And I'm like, okay, I have no idea then. And then you dropped this bombshell. I dropped all the way down to five. Five? You debated me. Crazy! Just completely debated. With freaking rebels! Um, I had... So, that's rare. That was an anomaly, obviously. Um, there have been a lot of days where I only followed like 12 or 15. And I think I figured out why. Somebody messaged me in my fleet arena and mentioned that like they haven't lost a fleet arena battle in months and they're like I just lost your squad I'm like alright why and they're like well so I figured out if I go in against your rebels and if they immediately target Jedi Anakin I lose every time however if they target anyone else I'm totally good and that totally makes sense because that is exactly how you play it on offense you target Anakin and if you target Anakin, you will win, and it's pretty easy. Um, I find Rebels to be the easiest fleet to use on offense. Um, mine are a relic. They are really good. But um, uh, Ringer asks what the relic levels are on my Rebels. So my Han and Chewie are, I think, relic 6 and 5, somewhere around there. Uh, Biston and SRP, I think, are 5 and 6. Good lord, I'm yawning. Yes. That's bad news. Um, More margarita. Let's see. Uh, Biggs is obviously rel- Relic 5 for the uh, whatever he's used for. Yeah, so I've got Biston at Relic 5, SRP at Relic 6. I've got Admiral Akbar at Relic 3. So they are relic really well, but that fleet absolutely crushes shit, man. It is like... Beating Malevolence, beating Negotiator, it's so easy. It's so much faster than using my Negotiator or my Malevolence. There's no RNG to it. Like, I know what's going to happen. It's consistent. I love it. Absolutely love it. It is it is by far my favorite fleet, and it's not even close. So, yeah. Uh, that has always amazing. been your favorite fleet. Like that's the thing. It and the been. great part of it about it is ships are so garbage that a fleet that's meta two years ago can still be meta now. I don't know if that's necessarily garbage as much as it is that's the way the game used to be when there was When we liked it? Yeah. Sorry, that's not the way I shouldn't say it that way. That's, that's a little the way it used to be yes. when it yes. was like the passion of passions. So. It's um when there's so yeah, much. I, I can't believe I just said that. When we like when it. it's not <laughs> rock paper scissor lizard Spock and it's just rock paper scissor, you do have better options essentially. Like when there are less counters for everything, you can get a little bit more creative. There's a little bit easier ways. I'll be curious what see what happens whenever the executor gets thrown into the mix because it's going to absolutely flip everything on its head. I don't know if Rebels will still be good then. 
I don't know how good Negotiator Malevolence will be versus it. Um, it's going to be made to be the meta. It's going to be made to be the thing to use. So we shall see. Um, but yeah, Rebels. Dude, Rebels give you such a big advantage in uh, what? in like Grand Arena and everything. They are absolutely insane. Big fan. What? Well, I'll t- I'll mention this early. Remind me about the the thing that because if you don't, I will t- completely forget. Remind me about the thing that was mentioned in our Discord general chat about ships, and I'll bring it up when we get to Executor. If you remember, odds are neither of us remember, and we'll just forget it. I, I don't. Just whatever. All right. Anyway. What are you drinking? Bring it on. Hey boys, it's your favorite time of the day. The time where we all pop our tops off and relax. Kirkland's Premium Golden Margarita Wine Cocktail tonight. It is quite tasty. Let me tell you, my friends, it is absolutely delicious. I mean, hold it, hold it up. Let us let it shit. Let the people see it. Don't say that. Kicks the Just shit out of the sangria. <laughs> it is so freaking good. I I do. I love it. You don't have to just pour it in a glass and you're good to go, man. You know, it is, oh, so good. I got to go look who it was. I think it was Big Deal that mentioned this earlier in our, uh, was it... It's not too heavy. Podcast like feedback, the sangria for me was yeah. a little too sweet. There's a little bit too much sugar in it. I just, as good as it is, I can only handle so much. I could drink this whole bottle and just have a massive hangover tomorrow and be very happy. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know how I've never seen that at Costco, but I also have strawberry next week on the podcast. Strawberry. We're gonna have saucy winky on next week's oh, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> next week's podcast. Yeah. I like getting saucy. Well, you know what's funny is I am drinking uh Stone Scorpion Bowl IPA, which is freaking delicious. Scorpion Bowl. It's called That's Scorpion Bowl. Funny. I don't know why, like but it. it's an IPA and it's delicious. But the funniest part to me is the fact that it was bought out of a 24 beer uh, pack of Stone Brewery beers from Costco. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was nice. I was looking through all, what type of beer they had at Costco, and I'm like, Stone. Stone has a Stone has some really good beers, and they got a 24 pack. So you know, four six packs of different Stone beers to try. I'm in. And uh, they have all been freaking awesome. So Very nice. So once again, we're both talking about Costco. So Costco, please email us at theshatterer at gmail.com. What he said. <laughs> Delicious. I, I'm, I'm enjoying my beers. You're enjoying your margarita mix. Margarita. So there we go. Olay! Olay! <laughs> Strong with us, this update is Young Padawans. I'm sorry, so, I was, I'm reading chat 
talking about how strong scissors are and that's you all are in my brain because that's why i kept picking scissors and rock we're so far off the rails at this point listen you go where the chat tells you (laughs) (laughs) give the people what they want um sure journey guide was updated was it holy shit it was amazing i'm gonna once again bring up my game on the screen uh because it's kind of cool this new thing uh it was updated and now you don't have to go to objectives to get to it it's kind of on the left side of the screen the problem i have is they didn't just scoot everything down one now you have to go to collection and click ships to get to ships and as much as i hate going to ships i hate clicking twice to go to ships is that way here's the advantage though it makes it more difficult to go to ships, which helps you care less about ships. Yeah, it is. That is completely true. Because now I'm not even staring at it on my home screen. I'm like, ships are a thing that exists? <laughs> Look, they're exactly. down there. Now you just have a collection. And the other thing that I think is great about them putting collection is in there is all that space on the left, they have spot to add vehicles. Very exciting. You're not going to... You're not going to bait me into this i'm not doing it okay uh <laughs> the here's what kills me um why where's the update that makes it so that it doesn't say three plus with a big glowing red dot over my collection you don't think it'd be awesome to have freaking vehicles in 5v5 battles have a 6v6 that would be the way they could expand the field, as we discussed in our Discord earlier this week. Did there you guys talk about that? About that sort Listen, of stuff. Yeah, we did. If if and they introduce, okay. if you added vehicles, you, you could have a six v six in which there's some sort of special element added by vehicles. Do you want to go there? Is this what you? Okay, so you want to go there? Then I will say this: if vehicles are what we talked about before ships ever existed, the then I'd be okay with it. But I don't want an all ships mode. If ships were like the sixth character or seventh in some cases, because some characters call a sixth character, I would be okay with that. That would add to the game to me. Adding a game mode where you have three ships or five ships or or vehicles or whatever does not add to the game to me. But what you just mentioned adds to the game to me and would make it interesting. You know, that completely act, it would, that would actually literally change the entire game, which is why it will never happen. Hmm, interesting. But if vehicles were the like a sixth character on normal character missions, then I yeah. might be on board. So what's really awesome about this new journey guide update is the way that it'll it like shows little tags whenever you select one on characters that you need to work on and stuff. It's pretty snazzy, huh? I agree. My favorite thing here, and I've got it kind of going on the screen. If you click on the journey guide and you are focused on one thing currently. Uh, for example, for me. So I'm really JMK. curious to see if when they add vehicles, if they're like the vehicle journey guide part will tag characters that are required for the vehicles. It might, but I don't think that character or vehicles would be in the journey guide so yeah um going off the actual topic here um if you go let's say you're going for 
I don't have Ray. You're, uh, I'm having too. You're much enjoying fun, yourself. Sorry. I know, but the <laughs> if you go to this a character that you're wanting to go to or work on, there's this button and you can't see it through Wink's big head. So let me get rid of it. Um, where is his head? There it is. Well, now I got two of his head. What is going on here? There's this begin journey button. If you click on it, then it focuses that character, right? And so the cool part to me, not a big deal, and I don't want to spend a ton of time on it, but if you go to your collections page, there's a journeys guide uh, tab now that will show all the characters required for the character you have started the journey on. And so you don't have to favorite all of those characters to show where you're at on the the on your way to getting that character basically gotcha. it's a small thing and it's not a big deal but it is a it is a quality of life thing that i think is is actually pretty cool galactic um, legend ewok glider let's go so bring it on uh ringer i think it was ringer oh no sorry drew brought up the point uh this was an idea we'd actually talked about before not to like troll you again and make you grab the bait but with the vehicles thing our idea originally was have vehicles that wasn't an entirely new game mode no it yeah i think it was vehicles slash ships okay where instead it acted like the uh, atte in you know light side territory battle where it's an ability that has like a global cooldown but you still see it on the map, and it still does something. But it's based on other turns of your characters or something, and then it still does something, whether it's like a heal or giving buffs or something like that. Basically, I think get, a mechanic like that would, would be basically awesome. get an animation based on what ship or vehicle it was on the battlefield that did something exactly. as an extra ability. And I, you know, you you brought that up, and so did Drew, and it made me think. That ships came out before territory battles, correct? I'm almost 100% uh, positive on that. Territory battles? Mm, I don't think so. I'm Maybe pretty they sure. Did, though. The only reason I say that is because it's kind of crazy to me that we actually ended up getting something that we talked about with what we wanted for ships later on with territory battles. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, Ringer says that the Hoth has ship missions. Yeah, that's so very, that Hoth is one hundred percent true. So that there's your proof yes. in the pudding. But it's very interesting to me that wait, my proof in the pudding comment is that what got you? Keep going, um, going. But it's crazy to me to think that we were looking for that for with what ships would become, and it is actually something that is now in the game. Obviously, I'm not trying to say that that we made that happen but i'm trying to say that that was a prediction that we ended up that ended up coming true so moving along to lord vader requirements because this is a way more exciting conversation than that um it also shows how little we know about requirements apparently accurate (laughs) yes we we're just here to ramble and tell you about stuff Hopefully you find this entertaining. If you find this entertaining at all, even to a marginal degree. Please let us go know. Go leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast app. 
if you're going to give us one star, don't even bother. But if you want to give us five stars, absolutely do it, please. It would be helpful. Um, now you've got me wanting to read Lord, the one star reviews. Yeah, that would be fun. Go ahead, keep yeah, going. I'm going to find them. Troll, troll us. Um, all right, so Lord Vader Requirements Round 2 has been announced, and it is absolutely shocking. Um, yeah, two of two of the five are definitely shocking to did, me. Yeah. So Echo and Echo are now required. Regular Echo, Relic 7, Bad Batch Echo, Relic 5. Not too surprising. Uh... I don't think either one of us necessarily predicted, but uh, given the first set of requirements, totally on pace. Relicate Dooku. I think we both predicted Dooku. Or, we did. I have yes. it down there. Yep. Um, that one seemed like a gimme. He killed Dooku. That was kind of the first Basically step towards heading towards the dark side. Most Very of important. the movies. Boom, exactly. And then, of course... He would not be Galactic Legend Lord Vader without Imbo and Zam Wessel. Hold on, I'm still reading one star reviews. My favorite one ever. Ready for this? Shattered Order Podcast. Oh, yes. Used to be good. And here's the meat of the, the review. That's, Just whining and vaping at this point. <laughs> we went through that phase. That, Content honest. curmudgeon phase. That's that's literally where that review came in. Now, but here's the best part. That that is a no. Hold on. That that's a completely fair criticism. I 100 percent agree. It's just now we're all margarita and sangria. Well, I, I can't scroll. I, I I'm having a hard. I found one one star review among all the five stars. So I guess we only get one. But that one still cracks me up. So thank you to all all of you who listen and review the podcast because but yes you guys are we awesome. really do love your reviews um, if you enjoy the podcast if there's stuff that you do not like about the podcast or do like about the podcast either way we do love to hear it because it actually helps us make the show better um, and then there are just these tangent wild episodes where we're just off the rails because we've been drinking like tonight and we apologize for those but or you might love that. them. Which means I'll you which might means love I'll, them. I hope which you means do. I'll drink Gatorade next week. <laughs> um, yes, most likely. But yeah, Imbo Zam Wessel is weird. So I can see Zam Wessel. I just Zam Wessel. She tried to kill Padme. So marginal sense. Yes, got a marginal thing. Imbo doesn't make a lot of sense for you because you haven't watched Clone Wars. In the Clone Wars cartoon, there is an episode where. Uh, Kenobi, Ahsoka, and Anakin fight alongside the bounty hunters against uh, Hondo Anaka. What's a Hondo? Hondo Anaka and his pirates. No idea. Who are trying to uh, get to this village that the Jedi and the bounty hunters um, protect. And basically, (sighs) Anakin says that he respects Imbo. So that's where I think that this one comes from. But it's a massive stretch, in my opinion. But it's a character that's not required for anything else or anyone else, I should say. So that is probably Ooh. why it's there. Yeah. And then you get all in all. I, I don't understand rough. why it's not one Echo instead of both. But I mean, I guess they're both 500 first clones or at least one was no, at one. Here's point. the deal, though. 
Okay, so we assumed a bad batch was coming. The fact that he's Relic 5 and the other Echo is Relic 7 is a gift. Um, do not look to look a gift horse in the mouth as the saying goes. Um, the Echo that people have been using with 501st, been using for the KM mission, all that sort of stuff, being Relic 7, that is a gift. Absolutely take it. Do not complain about it. And the fact that Dooku is already required for another Galactic Legend, I think at Relic 7, you only have to bump him up another Relic level for Lord Vader. Those are the two gifts in this with the other two absolute shit requirements that I am nowhere near being ready for. Which ones did you say? The two were shit? For the Bounty Hunters? Uh, I said three were shit. Imbo, Bad Batch, Echo, and Zam. Not a so, fan. Not surprised, though. Zam and Im- well, Imbo has surprised. a sh- Does he not have a ship? Yeah, I guess. No. You know, that's the funniest part. They want you to get all these bounty hunters up for executor and then the two bounty hunters that are not or that are required for this are not the ones for that. That makes perfect sense in that aspect. So Drew says something is factually accurate. Um, Really, it's just because CG ran out of tunes to use for Galactic Legend requirements. So they tried to pick trash tunes or ones that no one has worked on. Well, if that were true, Tuscan Shaman and Aurororor would also be on this list. <laughs> will be in set three. Okay, well let's look at let's look at still... what's left. So we we talked about this a couple weeks ago, maybe it was three weeks ago, uh, when we revisited our picks for what would be required right. for. Let's revisit and see which ones we still think are locks for the. End. All right, so I'll go with the ones that are on both of our lists first. Um, okay, Jedi Knight, Anakin, and Gas. Still, neither one of them have been required for Anakin. One of those two gas? has to be. Gas or no, is gas required. is required. That's why that. he's, he's bold. Um, Jedi Anakin. Both of us have him on there. Um, he won't be. I, I think I'm with you now. I think the fact that gas is there and he wasn't in the second requirements means we're not going to see him in the fifth one. Agreed. Um, uh, Darth Sidious, we both have. Do you see that one in the last one? At this point, I I just still I said Darth Sidious or I don't. Dooku, and now that Dooku's there, I don't see Sidious. Mostly because Anakin I, I, never I knew don't. Sidious until he turned to the dark side. Gas will be Relic Nine. We already know Gas is Relic Eight, so stop it. <laughs> um, they've already said so Gas is Relic Eight. Newt. I think is an absolute lock. I think he will be part of the set through requirements. Absolutely. Um, that's the one I last time we talked. I said I I didn't have, and I absolutely one hundred percent agree with you there. Um, yes. Uh, we're still looking at Cat slash Ahsoka Fulcrum as an option. I'll I'll still be very surprised if the Saucy Kitty is not required. I, yeah, if she is, that's a massive upgrade in the requirements since we still haven't gotten back to the season seven of Conquest yet. When we don't know when that's starting, and it's not even featuring Cat, so that's a tough sell for me. But I won't say it's wrong. Um, I had Droideka, which I still think is a very big viable option. 
It's the only of the Separatist droids yeah. that is not required for anything. You've got Magna Guard required for JMK. You've got uh, B1, B2, and uh, Grievous required for other things. The only one that's not is Droideka. Anakin fought the freaking Droidekas like crazy in the Clone Wars. So I still think Droideka will be in the third uh, set. And the only other one I have listed here is Barris Offie because it was the basically the nemesis of his nemesis of his Padawan that basically ended up making her walk away from the Jedi Order. So I still think Barris Offie is an option. But if we're gonna get so deep into it that Zam Wessel and Imbo is an option, I still think Barris Offie is an option. So, so I don't think that. Uh, Galactic Legend Kenobi is going to be a requirement anymore. Um, I was really hoping that was going to happen. I had a lot of eggs in that basket, but that's okay. Um, at this point, I think Gas, obviously, because uh, he's confirmed. Um, I think the Saucy right, so Kitty, that only I do four. think... I didn't even think about the fact that we, there's only four left. Yes, that's a problem. So, Gas, the Saucy Kitty, Newt, I think those are locks. I think the other one that I think is an absolute lock will be... Um, actually, I don't feel very strong about anyone other than... Pro- I, I think a Tuscan Raider is pretty likely, but... The Executor. Tuscan Raider's already required. Hold up. Another Tuscan. Galactic Legend Heinesy... Rolling in with his crew. Hey, say welcome. Thank you. Good to see you guys. Come Heck hang yeah. out. Love it. We're recording the podcast now. If you've never heard it, Shattered Order on all your podcast apps. Good to see you guys. Indeed. But um, yeah, Tuscan Raider's the one that's already required, right? It's not Shaman. Or, and so. I think there will be a... I think there will be another Tuscan that will be required because no other reason to do Tuscans and then Executor because I will be absolutely just freaking shocked if there is no Executor. Um, I, I, that's one I would really be surprised about. I'm surprised that so many people think it will not be required. Executor? Um, is that what you're talking about? Yes. You're still on that Indeed. Train. Oh, damn. Thank you, Wink Operation is my Metaverse. favorite Tuscan. Oh. He's a cute one. Yes, I'm everyone's favorite Tuscan. I look just like them too. You know, <laughs> I, I can gotta, do that really well. Your your Wookie and Tuscan impressions are very close. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's all I do when I'm at work is practice Raider and uh, Tuscan Raider and um, Wookie sounds. You work alone, right? Um, I hope. <laughs> yes, I do most of the okay, time. Okay, that's what I, I feel. I one working near me, so yeah. Good to know. It's kind of nice. It's peaceful, mostly. Um, All right, so let, let, yeah, if I were to guess for sure, we're going uh, Newt and Droideka as two out of the four for the next Lord Vader requirements. Yeah. I don't, I, I have I no idea is, for the other two. That That's just so hard to guess. You can be... You've mentioned Executor as an option. We've talked about Cat. Mm-hmm. That would be the other two. Those would be two other options that would be in there, which would yep. be massive 
drops if that were the thing that happened. So, you know. If I had to bet on one, I would say Newt. Like, he's he's the one that I feel most confident about, besides Gas, obviously. And it, it pains me. As far as... Literally pains me to yeah. agree 100% with you when when Droideka is still on the table, but I'm with you. I'm with you. So. Yeah. They could be saving Deca for something else in the future. Who knows? Very true. Very true. So, uh, the other thing is there are double drops starting. They are dark side double drops in honor of Lord Veda. Um, on August 14th and the 15th. I'm not sure what I'm going to do with them. Probably not much. I'm being totally honest. I'm farming that. Uh, I've already forgotten what the name of that that salvage material is that I need, but I'm going 100% on that that stuff. So Because it is so annoying how close I am to Jedi Master Kenobi. And if I were have to, if I were hung up on gear 12 plus pieces, I would be really annoyed. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's where I'm sitting with, with that. Um, yeah. So for anyone that's listening or on the live stream right now, hopefully you've already been saving up your uh, bonus energies and then grabbing your shard refreshes, saving up for tomorrow. If you haven't, too late. Sorry. If you're listening to the podcast, odds are that the double drops are over. Absolutely. Hopefully you got some good stuff. Highly likely. But no. Good luck. I, 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 um, I got a question for you. And we talked about this during our GAC stream, which wasn't part of the podcast. So I'll ask you now. We've got the light side drops. Tons and tons of light side characters right now to farm for that. Makes sense it was the first one. Um, do you think there will be Cantina double drops? Because I'm hoping for them, but I don't even know if that's a thing. Not until November. Nope. Did we? We not had Cantina double drops for Kenobi's release, right? Something not too long was ago. There, I would be. It's it's so annoying to try to think of these characters once you fall so far past them. But was there a Cantina character? A newer character required in Cantina for Jedi Master Kenobi? I'm actually going to have to go look because I don't even remember the last Cantina character that dropped, to be honest. Uh, Yeah, I'm not sure. It's been a while. Um, But we had Cantina double drops for Kenobi, right? Yeah, we did. Yes. So, I'm just really hoping they do. Because... I hope they do, but I don't see it happening. I kind of think they'll wait until November and we'll get a bunch of double drops and stuff for the anniversary of the game. Like, they usually do that sort of stuff. Care package and all that sort of stuff. Um, we'll see. But um, So, before we talk about ships in Galactic Challenge, uh, this most recent Galactic Challenge was Ewoks. It's currently going on and I haven't done it yet, so... I'm kind of... uh, I know people asked earlier about this uh, GC. Have you done it yet? I did, and I beat it first try. Zero issues. Got all the feats, everything in one battle, but... And yours are all gear 12, right? uh, Wicket and Chirpa are relict. When did you you relic them? I don't remember you talking about that. 
Yes. I no, no, no. I remember you. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You did Relic Wicket on the stream, but I don't remember. I Chirpa. believe I did Chirpa also. Really? Um, I do believe so. Uh, so those two are Relict with Gear Twelve Ewok Elder, and then Gear Eleven. Uh, was it Low Gray and Paplu? I didn't have any issue, but there were a number of revives. I, I never lost Wicket or Chirpa. Um, my Wicket has really good mods on him. He's actually quite good. Of course, Because he's kind of the that, uh, catalyst the that makes that team nasty. Trap GAC team you have. Indeed. I love it. I love that squad so much. And, uh, yeah, so... I didn't have much of an issue, but if you don't have some of them decently geared and modded well, you could be in some trouble. So, uh, good luck there. Well, I will probably be doing that tomorrow afternoon as my content fix for Swaga. So, nice. We'll see. Like we will it. see what happens. Now, what do you think about the ships in Galactic Chapel? Hold, hold up, I'm going to. Fan I'm going to no. show everyone. Our podcast notes so they can just see what I wrote for this. All right. You feel very strongly about how much you love Hold on. ships. All right. Electric so you guys orders. can see our notes now. There it is. Whoop de doo. That's how I feel about mm-hmm. ships in GAC. Well, if you listen to this podcast, you know how I feel about ships in general. Big fan. Don't like them, don't care. Now I have to have them to finish really? Galactic Challenge. Really? I know. That surprises you. But. I'm so shocked. Screw ships. Screw them being added to Galactic Challenges. Hate it. Uh, that just means that in they've introduced this just in time for a month from now. Executor to be required to get the final box. And I, I, I guarantee. I, I, I can all. I am 99.9% positive that we are going to get a GC in a month that requires you to have Executor. Hmm. Wouldn't surprise me. Do you know how, long, how, how long the Beskar Mando GCs went on? Actually, I, I don't think they will with the Executor. I think they will make them so damn difficult that you can't beat it without the Executor, but... But they're going to be factionally. a hard wreck. Or even why why even add ships? So faction related, you're like, okay, you can use Thrawn. I think it could you be. You can use, uh, who's the other one? Okay, it could be like an Empire thing. Beat no. it with all Empire. There'll be Empire. There'll be, uh, like yeah, maybe. There'll be Resistance, I, First Order. I, I don't they'll think they'll do it to where you don't have any other options. Time to Relic 8 Thrawn for Chimera. Hey, look, like I said, I'm not going for Lord nice. Vader anytime soon. Because after I get JMK, I'm doing whatever I want. It's been too long since I played this game for f- my own fun. Maybe I'll just relegate Thrawn. You never know. So, Right. Uh, oh, do you know what's funny? is I didn't say this during the This Week in Swaga. I did do something else. What? Uh, my Beskar Mando is now Gear 10. Bam. I am working on Beskar Mando because I've decided that the Mandalorians are a faction that I want to get Relic next. I like I've it. Been f- Mandalorian's quite fun. Before I went full in on the all energy on the pieces for Relic materials, 
I was farming armor pretty hard. She's at 9 out of 85, so she's pretty far off, but it doesn't mean I can't get her to gear 12. So, or no, gear 11, gear 12, gear 11, and still use her, so. Um, so this very exciting ship, Galactic Challenge, is going to be tiers 1 through 3 characters, and then tiers 4 through 10 are going to be sheeps, so that creates some disparity there. Or reduces the disparity as if you're earlier in the game to where you haven't unlocked ships, something along those lines. So you don't, we, very exciting. Don't ever give enough credit. I try to point it out where I can, where CG thinks about the early game players, but it takes a while to unlock ships in the game. So it's good that they didn't make yeah. it an all ship GC, so that you couldn't even attempt to get any rewards. It's nice to see that. There's some disparity there for new players versus all the old ones. Which is also kind of cool when the fact that we kind of glanced over it earlier, but uh, with that new journey guide, they actually have a kind of commitment thing. And I don't know that I'd have to look at it a little more closely to decide if I agree with it. The solo journeys, so basically legendaries, are tiered. You know what? Let, F it. I like F it. it. Let's talk like about it. this real quick. Okay. There see. are tiers now I'm to legendary events for new new players. So tier one for legendaries recommended for players of any level is uh, Yoda and Emperor Palpatine. Pretty interesting uh the first hard to disagree well that plays straight into the old adage of when you're a new player get the phoenix team because the phoenix team obviously unlocks uh emperor palpatine now where that kind of diverges with if you were just kind of going off all old new player um guides is Yoda, because Yoda, you only need, you know, five, seven-star Jedi, which are, there's tons of them, not that hard to get, and then you get a very good Jedi out of it. The problem that happens here is that once you get Yoda, those characters aren't used for anything else. Right. So, Tier 2, you've got uh, R2-D2, BB-8 and Thrawn. BB-8 requires First Order. And this is where I find it interesting based on our own um, tips for new players. At least my tip for new players where if you don't want to get Phoenix, try for First Order to unlock BB-8. That's a good BB-8 is not listed as a first tier. He's listed as a second tier. So my new player tip drops you into tier two not tier one. Yep. And, I mean, BB-8's amazing. Such a versatile character. He is a, a very um, good character. So. so that tier two is Thrawn R2 and BB-8, which are not... Thrawn's kind of difficult to get, um, but, I mean, so good, obviously. Well, I think, uh, well, tier hold three, up, well, the big, I think the biggest thing between tier one and tier two is that starting out the game... 
the biggest draw to Phoenix over the First Order, like I have recommended and tried and had a good time with, is that if you do to go Phoenix, Tier 1, Tier 2, it's an easy progression. You're getting Palpatine and you're getting Thrawn. But if you do Jedi, you're getting Yoda and nothing else after that. You have to decide on going to Phoenix to get the other Tier 1 and then Thrawn, or then you can go... Uh, first order for BB-8 or what is it? Who? What even unlocks R2-D2? It's been so damn long. Empire? Uh, for a long time it was the opposite so I'm guessing it's Empire? Yeah, I, I, I believe it was Empire but I'm not 100% for sure. I can click on it. Yeah, it's Empire. Um, So Tier 3. And then Tier 3, you have Padme, CLS, RJT, Mando, and Chimera. Uh, the one that sticks out to me here is Padme. Um, that event, I recall, being fairly difficult. But things have changed in the game since then. So, it, Well, it required perhaps. Separatists. And there are a lot of Separatists you can get early on for very little, meaning shops. Okay. But the best ones are the harder to get ones. So I think that might be where this gets because... General Grievous's fleet, fleet shop, and uh, shard shop is he even in shard shop anymore. I don't remember. No. Django Fett, uh, which is a hard node. Watt, which is territory battle. B one hard node. B two. Drew says it's easier now with the geos. Which well, okay, you know what? You just shattered everything I was saying with that comment because if you can get Geo Brood Alpha, which is is he can't he's Cantina, right? I believe so, but I'm not 100 percent sure. No, Geo's actually. I would. I should go scour YouTube because I'm sure there's videos of the Padme event with Geos now. Back when we yeah. unlocked it, there were no geos for that. So, um, then in tier four, you have the Revens, Chewbacca, C three PO, and the Falcon. Uh, some of those I think are actually a little bit easier than tier three, in my opinion. Um, Chewbacca is fairly easy and a great character, and C three PO fairly easy. I feel like the requirements to get Revens. Are a little bit steeper than uh, to get. It's almost like they should have the bumped the tiers to move Revens on their own tier, up right above these those two. Yeah, there should have been another tier of just those two. Yeah, I agree. Because because the, the Chewbacca at, and the the C three PO event weren't easy. Um, you had to have a decent gear right. level and patience to get through them, but they weren't. It was a gear check for those for the. For Revan and... Basically. Well, I mean, it was a gear check for Revan. Both the Revans, but... I still think that they're probably a, a little bit higher than the other one, three. So, the final tier here, you have Mallet Gas, uh, Command... Is it Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker? That's what I meant. And then, of course, the Executor. So, uh, those are all pretty game-changing characters obviously it doesn't surprise me that uh it, well okay let me just say this a it doesn't surprise me that malik is on the hardest tier 
I think it's the hardest event of all of these in here because there's a lot of, okay, let's say maybe it's the hardest to beat, but it requires the most strategy and that's what makes it. I, I still think the Malik event is the best give event in the game has ever had. I know, I know you hate it. It is hard and it does take a while, but there's a lot of strategy involved backing out when you don't do the right thing or the right thing doesn't happen, but there's a lot of strategy to the Malik event. Gas and Skywalker, I didn't feel like had the same level as the Malik event as far as that goes. And then Executor and Malik should probably be on a different level only because of Executor's requirements to even get into it, making it harder. Yeah. But I just, I didn't even think about this before I wrote the notes for the podcast, but when I we started talking about this again, I was like, okay, this needs to be talked about because it was interesting they started adding these tier levels to this which are, they're really going to guide the minds of new players, right? Because if a new player isn't going to look anywhere other than in the game, this is where they're looking, right? And the question is, do you agree completely with it? Because this is what they're guiding new players with. I mean, I don't agree with it entirely, obviously, but... um... I think it's a good start. The, the, The biggest problem to me is if if... It's a good thing to look at in the beginning. <laughs> I will sure. feel bad for the people that choose Yoda because I would honestly choose Yoda over him, over uh, Palpatine. But then the other part to it is if you choose Palpatine, that doesn't guarantee you're going to pick the right Rebels for the next tier anyway. So, I don't know. Right. Don't know. That's a good point. I will be right back, buddy. All right. So, we have beat that dead horse to death and you heard us. Uh, beating that dead horse to death uh, with our absolutely beautiful and amazing blue microphones. Um, we back. use these spark ass because I wanted to talk. Oh, about of course this. he did. God, no, it's, it's blue America. microphones um, made me do it. To be honest, that's true. That's true. Well made, uh, amazing products. You want a great freaking mic holder? Get the. Um, Get this guy. Compass. The Compass boom arm is freaking amazing. The Compass. Amazing. Thank you. Yes, sir. Absolutely spectacular. Uh, the Spark SL. And, of course, you've seen people using the Yeti. The Yeti is arguably the most popular microphone among YouTube creators because it is flexible. It sounds absolutely freaking amazing. And it's very high quality at an affordable price. Um, Yeti X, which I, I, I've got one somewhere. Where is that thing? I don't know where my Yeti is. You know, I find pretty awesome, and um, a lot of people might also find awesome. That was announced just this what? this last week, week and a half. You're wearing Astros. I'm wearing the Logitech X uh, Pro X Wireless. They just Indeed. came out with the... Uh, where are they? Oh, that's what it's called. The Ice Pop. The microphone for both of our headphones that you can plug in that uh reduces the pop i saw dude that's freaking awesome yeah i want to i want to be like hey uh i would love to try that out for you i'm just saying that's an awesome awesome they just keep coming out with products for all of their stuff logitech um all of their all of their products that they have that just provide awesome sound for anything 
gaming, podcasting, yes. uh, YouTube content creation, any sort of uh, streaming, Zoom calls with your boss, all those things. So, if you yeah. are if you are a person that uses a microphone, highest recommendations for Blue's products. Um, and if you would be so kind as to go to crew.bluemic.com/sopod. Uh, to purchase those products and show them that we are letting you all know just how good their stuff is. But I'm telling you, Spark, the Yeti, which you see on every YouTube video you ever watch, this Compass Boomerang, any of that stuff you need, Blue can provide. Indeed. Back on topic, we're talking about Roadhead. Or Roadhead, sorry. We're talking about Roadhead, really? Roadhead. <laughs> All right, it's time to move along and talk about the Executor Kit and the Slave 1 Touch-Up. So, uh, we'll go ahead and touch on the Slave 1 Touch-Up first. Uh, well, Goodnight Punk is off doing whatever the hell it is that he does when he's not here on a on a call with me. But that's beside the point. Um, so, they updated his basic ability and added, If the target enemy is breached to spell all buffs on them. So, it is a buff to speller on the basic, which is absolutely amazing. Um, anytime you can get rid of buffs, that's a good thing. The big thing here is they added a unique ability that was not there before. It's entirely new. It just adds more onto the ship and it is significant. It is called... No Good to Me Dead, which is a great name. We all agree there, right? Um, At the start of battle or when reinforced, for each active enemy, Slave 1 gains 5% offense, 2% crit chance, and 5 speed for the rest of battle. The first time all enemies are bleached... Bleached? Lord have mercy. The first time all enemies are breached while Slave 1 is active, or if Slave 1 airs battle while all enemies are breached, Seismic Charge's cooldown is reset. While Slave 1 is active, breached enemies deal 50% less damage when they attack out of turn. So, uh, that puts a little bit more strategy into breaching enemy ships in which they are much less of a threat because they're going to do considerably less damage but the other thing is the additional speed the additional offense and then seismic charge the the ability to get the uh cooldown on this thing reduced is absolutely huge uh there's a lot of breach going to be going on with these ships um especially with the executor it's going to be pretty nasty i think this I think the Slave One's absolutely going to kick ass with the Executor. I'm not sure if it's going to be coming in off the bench or if it's going to be a starter. But more opportunities to reset Seismic Charge is going to be huge because that is actually a pretty nasty ability. I think the biggest thing that stuck out in my mind there, uh, going along with this massive Breach uh, upgrade, basically, was the minus 50% offense to Breach enemies. Or when they attack out of turn. That's pretty huge. Mm -hmm. Yes. And just just the different levels of additions for breached in the squad. You obviously can tell there's so many squads that focus on um, target lock. If you go into the... It sounds like in this kit... I know that I read in the developer insights for the executor that you're going to have to just to choose 
which one you're focusing on, target lock or breach. But it sounds here with with the uh, Slave 1 that breach is going to be a massive uh, upgrade and especially a good choice, at least for this ship. So, Agreed. Not too, not too bad. It's... I. Uh, Honestly, I love when they touch up old stuff. I do too. Because this Big is fan. also this uh, is always a great backup uh taunt ship. But now you've got all this extra stuff to go yep. with it in a breach Perfect. squad. Even if it's not under executor, there are plenty of bounty hunters you can use under like Thrawn, for example, to get this breach synergy. So so the biggest problem with the slave one is the seismic charge. The fact that you hardly ever get to use it. That's my favorite thing about this kit is the opportunity to get it out there more and actually use it. Um, yep, for sure. So, yeah. Agreed. Well, let's move along to Executor's kit, uh, in which Admiral Piet is the pilot for it. It is called the Executor as a dark side is a capital ship. It is Empire. It is described as an Empire capital ship with strong bounty hunter synergy. Obviously, because Piet loves the bounty hunters, invited (laughs) them onto his ship in the movies and was just feeding them tea and crumpets because he was so excited about having them there. Just point out how cool the Executor looks as a ship. It looks badass. Pretty of course it does. Awesome. It's Executor. Um, we'll get to the ultimate in a minute because it is ultimately... That's awesome. that's for all... Um, if you've seen the animation or what the description, that's all you care about. It's <laughs> gnarly. Um, so his basis... His basic ability is called Unorthodox Methods. Final attack, still physical damage, and inflict expose for one turn on target enemy. Deal 5% more damage for each active Empire ally. And deal 25% more damage for each active Bounty Hunter ally. So you have two different things going on there. Uh, The 20% uh, increased damage for each active Bounty Hunter ally. Here's what kills me with his ability. Okay. I kind of understand it, but I kind of don't. To get this ship, you have to have bounty hunters up. You're not going to be using Empire. So it makes sense that the higher percentage is to bounty hunters, but why even add the Empire part? I mean, I guess it can add to the amount, the the backup ships you can use for this, because there's not a lot of bounty hunters, but still, it was kind of surprising to see that in there. And because this is an Empire ship. um, Yeah, right, but like... It'd be silly to not have some synergy well, there. True. My my big point is that you're not going to have the ship without the bounty hunters to go with it. So you're not going to be using Empire with it. Right. But it gives you more flexibility whenever you're building your squads for a Grand Arena. Which makes a lot of sense. Whatever. Yeah. It just kind of was kind of surprising to see that there. Yeah. Uh, special one is called Breach Protocols with a four-turn cooldown. Final attacks deal physical damage to all enemies. If the target enemy is target locked, call all Empire allies to assist, dealing 30% less damage. If the target enemy is breached, call all Bounty Hunter allies to assist, dealing 10% more damage. 
So this is another instance in which, um, depending on the debuff, he will do something entirely different. If it's target lock, he calls Empire and they do less damage. If they are breached, they call Bounty Hunter allies and they deal more damage. So uh, that's that basically sums up this ability. What do you think? Let me read it again. I lost it. Deal physical damage to all enemies if the target enemy is target locked. Calling all Empire allies to assist, dealing 30% less damage. If the target enemy is breached, call bounty on allies to assist. So we're doing the whole thing with the Empire again. Now we're adding breach to make sure that the bounty hunters get in there only on breached. But they're getting bonus damage. two different things. Makes sense. And you're really... Well, Empire is not getting bonus damage. They're, they're, they, they're they doing do a less lot damage, less, but, but, but they're attacking. So that's But I think the main focus here is to see that Breach is the focus of the ship with the bounty hunters. I wouldn't... Well, yes, with the bounty hunters, but in general, those two debuffs. Very big. But it's also going to be nice uh, if you have and breach. Empire fill-ins... Huge that are out on the field and don't have yeah, breach on the guy true. you got to try to get to get that extra damage, even if it's 30% less. Totally fair. Don't so. disagree. Uh, special two, we only need to keep them from escaping. Pull down a five. Bounty hunter allies gain potency up for one turn. Dispel, outmaneuver, and stealth from all enemies and dispel all debuffs from bounty hunter allies. Target ally recovers 100% health and protection. If target ally is a bounty hunter, they gain foresight and taunt for two turns. Boy, that sounds like an ability just made for the hound's tooth. Uh, abilities made for the hound's tooth is just throwing gold at the richest person in the world, right? Uh, to some degree, yes. Absolutely. Um... No doubt about it. I don't particularly have a problem with this ability. I kind of like it, but yeah. On, it honestly, is, if they um, if they added a ship that made it, it punished you. It maybe punished is the wrong word. It made it really hard for you to take the uh, houndstooth off of this team, so that it wasn't so versatile. That would actually be a good thing, I think. Yeah, that's probably true. I agree. The other thing that really sticks out to me on this ability is outmaneuver the ability to remove it, which essentially nerfs rebel counters to some degree in which the Falcon can't hide. Uh, so it'll allow you to try and take out the Falcon a little bit earlier. So that's pretty big. Yeah, for sure. Um, ultimate ability is called something special plan with a cooldown of 20. Final attacks destroy the enemy capital ship and stun all enemies for Pause. one turn. Is there more Radis than that? Needs... Is that a, that's pretty much all I need. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, it's Radis meets Malevolence. Ultimate. And you don't lose your capital ship. And you don't lose your capital ship. This is nuts. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. Uh, des- destroy the enemy capital ship and stun all enemies for one turn. Allies gain protection up 35% for two turns. If there is no enemy capital ship, destroy all active enemy ships instead. This ability can't be evaded or resisted. Starts on cooldown and is reduced by one each time 
breach is inflicted on an enemy ship. Which is huge because this so, has a 20 turn cooldown. So you want the... You, you're going to want to breach the ship. If you're trying to run an Empire team with this ship, you're never getting this ultimate off. At least not five well, ever. Not. Seems so unlikely. This yes. is where using bounty hunters instead of Empire is the main focus. And those Empire become your fill-in uh, reinforcement ships. Because Agreed. this uh, this ultimate is is crazy, it's absolutely insane, it, and it looks it looks awesome. Not, I mean, not only do you get to see the Death Star shit up, it's fantastic. Love I, it. If you read the Dev Insights, it's hilarious to me, and it's kind of sad to think that this is the first time since two thousand six in Star Wars: Empire at War that a care a player of a Star Wars video game has had the chance to press a button and let the Death Star destroy something. Really? That's how long it's been. So this is the first time in any Star Wars video game since 2006. So what, 15 years? That someone has been able to destroy something with a Death Star. So that is, in itself, is is pretty freaking awesome. Love it. That's a stat worth sharing. Holy <laughs> hell, love it. Yeah, for sure. Like yeah, that, that ultimate ability is strong. And if you're man if you manage I like how the second one they give you a second option. It's like if there's no capital ship, it destroys all the ships out there. If you're getting to the point where yeah. you can destroy Not the capital ship and then the other ships, that this battle is lasting way too long. Well, and it's based on the number of times you can breach. So if you can inflict a lot of breach, you can get that cooldown quick. You might get it off two shots in a but in a battle. This is something I've never really thought about with the Radis or now with the Executor. Once you destroy the capital ships, you cannot call in reinforcements anymore, right? Well, accurate, because they would have been reinforced from the capital ship flying out. Destroy capital ship, you destroy all the reinforcements inside. That's say. my assumption, but I've never played out a match where that is the thing that happens. So that's why I'm curious. Gotcha. Um, there's one last ability, crew, for Vader's bounty. Bounty hunters have plus 35% max health, max protection, and offense, and ignore taunt on crewless or droid ships. I thought that was an interesting ability oh to God. this. Is Houndstooth going to be tankier? <laughs> really? Houndstooth is going to be tankier. Jesus. For some reason, we're we're pointing out ships that don't have pilots. So that was interesting. I do kind of like that. They're, I think this is a direct be a attack on malevolence feats for this. this uh, for this. I think this is more of a balancing fact of... They need to do something about those ships. They need to keep them in meta to where they're more useful, but also at the same way, you haven't invested in them as much as many other ships, so there's nothing wrong with, you know, giving them a little bit of a disadvantage. Well, they're definitely easier. Yeah, I agree with you there. They're definitely easier to get to max because you don't have to gear the character in there for that, so... uh. The next part, at the start of battle, bounty hunters' allies gain tenacity up for two turns, and empire allies gain we don't need their scum 
for the rest of the battle. A direct quote from Piet, which can't be copied, dispelled, or prevented. Mm-hmm. Whenever an enemy reinforces, bounty hunter allies gain evasion up for one turn. Whenever an ally applies breach, they dispel all debuffs on themselves. Ooh. More, more. So now you've got a way for Slave 1 to dispel. You've got a way to dispel your own debuffs. Whenever a bounty hunter ally deals damage with a basic ability, they inflict target lock on the target enemy for one turn. The first time allies inflict target lock 20 times on enemies, each active enemy, enemies who are called in reinforcements or summoned are inflicted with breach and target lock. These effects can't be dispelled, evaded, or resisted, and last until the end of the battle. Reinforcement bonus. Nice. Wait. Oh, so this is the reinforcement bonus for the capital ship. Reinforcements gain breach immunity and chaff for two turns. Well, let's just throw an extra ability in there with chaff, which is what? Only available from Ebonhawk currently? Yes, currently. Yes. I like it. Swigger Ringer says, and, and I then, guess Hyena Bomber along with Y-Wing and TIE Bomber. But you also got uh, the, what is the other droid ship? The one that Malevolence calls over and over. Vulture droid. I, I That's know. another one. Vulture, yeah. Pilot. So there's a lot. Malevolence is, is um, way targeted there. Um, we don't need their scum, which is we, Empire gets. Yes. Immune to turn meter manipulation. Whenever a bounty hunter ally is defeated, recover 25% health and protection. Tie advanced times one instead recovers 10% health and protection. Cool. It's a lot of extra health and protection for those extra empire reinforcements you get so that crew ability is really a thing that kind of brings together the synergy of empire and bounty hunters that allows you to mix it up um allows them to integrate have a little bit synergy that bounces off each other so i'm digging it i the i think this ship's gonna kick it's it's going to be awesome for sure and then it kind of i mean honestly and this is almost only just the fact that it's the Death Star. The de- that ultimate ability is almost enough for the requirements. Almost. I still think the requirements are kind of ridiculous, but that's, this that's ship looks fair. fantastic. But yeah, the other, but here's the thing: to get it, you have to get a good bounty hunter crew to go with it. So if you're getting it, you are working hard for it. There are not a lot of people that are going to get this. They're not going to get this by accident. And I think about that a lot with arena and fleet arena. If, if you're, if you're getting this thing, you did it on purpose. And with this one, you're not getting it and not having a team around it because the requirements are the team for it. So. Agreed. It is a great, it looks like a great capital ship. The, it looks like a great update to, um, it looks like a great update to bounty the hunters. Slave One. Uh, the bounty hunter ships yes. that you have to go with Our this sir. are interesting. I like it. The all the bounty hunter ships. You've Agreed. got the you've got Cad Bane Pretty ship. Saucy. 
You've got the Houndstooth. You've got IG-1000? 2000? 2000. Yeah. I like it. IG-2000. You've got Xanadu Blood, Slave 1, Razor Crest. I mean, Razor Crest is a big one for this fleet, and it's not easy to get. We don't even know where it's going to be farmable once it is... That's not even something we mentioned on this podcast. In the time between our last podcast and this one, there was a... um, What do you call that? Not a galaxy quest. Oh, say the galaxy. No, the thing to get Razor Crest Shepherds. What was that? It's called... You spend fleet energy, you get Razor Crest. Galactic Galactic Chase. Chase. There was a Galactic Chase in all of this that we didn't even mention... For Razor Crest yes. shards, did you you already had your seven star, didn't you? No, I was forty three out of hundred. Did you I get think. it to hundred? Uh, it's finished now. Yes, no. I did. So mine was not even six stars. So no, it was six stars. Maybe I had like one out of a hundred. I'm at fifty six out of a hundred now with a lot of fleet energy spent. But I feel like. I'm in a good spot for wherever they drop it for the final farm to see where that goes. But that was interesting. We got a galactic chase for that uh, in all this time that we've been missing between podcasts. So Indeed. I don't know. Been an interesting two weeks for sure. Uh, a lot of really cool. No doubt about it. A lot it. of really cool um, quality of life updates with the journey guide. Some might not even give Agreed. a flying crap about it. There are some good things about it, which I am using. Yes. Um, Executor has come out, which we heard in the State of the Galaxy. A lot of people excited to get that on Tuesday. Um, that'll be a fun one to watch the, all the content about where that falls after it releases. And so keep your eye on our space for Executor because Wink will be unlocking that if not the day of, very soon. Uh, random shout out to our good friend Swugger Ringer, who is in the chat, hanging out with us. Indeed. Uh, former guild member, really awesome guy. Uh, I don't know the day. He can correct me in chat, but I believe he's going to be Monday. streaming his unlock of Executor. So since we probably won't, go ch- check out Swugger Ringer on Twitch. Uh on the day of the unlock of executor, he'll be unlocking that with some friends. Uh, I wish I could be there to hang out for it. I know that that was an invite and I really wish I could be, but I'll be sleeping because of my stupid work schedule, Same. but go check him out because uh, be he's going to have a lot of content for you guys on that. So indeed yeah. check it out. Cool. Anything else? I'm pretty much. I, I have out. reached the bottom of the barrel. I will tell you this much. I don't. I'm about at the bottom yeah, of my glass. I'm the infinite glass I'm of a, margarita. I'm about halfway through this bottle, so that's where I'm at. Thank you, everyone, for hanging out. I know that we have. This podcast is known for going off the rails. We decided to do that a lot tonight, and I'm totally Accurate. fine with that because I had yes. a lot of fun doing it. And if you didn't, I don't like rails. Screw rails. <laughs> Screw yeah. I almost dropped an F bomb. Screw rails. That's what we'll go with that. But yeah. thank you everybody for hanging out. Episode two hundred fifty seven. You guys are awesome. I love that uh, you guys got came and hang out with us. 
It's what always makes this more fun. So appreciate you guys. Um, Indeed. We'll be back soon for episode 258. Uh, keep an eye on our uh, Discord for that. Discord.me slash Shattered Order. That's where you can find everything. If you are a supporter of the show, we appreciate you. If you are interested in being a supporter of the show, you can go to Patreon.com slash Shattered Order. Lots of options there. Lots of really good stuff for you guys as options uh, and perks for that. I can't wait for the next Patreon QA because I swear I'm going to buy more of the Scorpion Bowl and just down it and have a lot of fun on that. But, uh, oh yeah, I'm going to plot through some margarita. If you if you guys want to go ahead and start asking questions in our discord, uh, in the Patreon Q and a, by all means go for, it if you have anything and we'll get, we'll get saucy and answer stupid questions. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Sorry. I'm, I'm thrown off here because I was thinking about this earlier. This community has been amazing okay. to us. Like we said, if you are a supporter, we appreciate it. If you want to support, you can use dis, you Accurate. can Patreon, you can use your Prime sub for us. If you don't use it for us, please use it for someone in the Swaga community to support them. It's free if you have Amazon Prime. And you're, if you're not using it, you're just wasting it in a way that you can support your favorite creator. So go ahead and do that. But what I was thinking about earlier was the fact that Chicken Bottom... I've missed talking to this guy. And then I look in the chat and there he is. So Chicken Bottom, you're my boy, Blue. I'm happy to see you. Thanks for stopping by and saying hello. <laughs> I love nice. you, dude. Um, everybody out there, come hang out with us next time for episode 258. Until then, uh, Wink, you got anything else you want to say? Not not really, no. Um, this has been fun. I've enjoyed drinking and... Uh, Getting a little spicy feeling, and can we do it again next Absolutely. Week? So, everybody out there, we will see you next time. Thanks for hanging out, and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. Later.